Welcome to the Infinity Initiative, a 10th anniversary Marvel Cinematic Universe movie rewatch podcast. Episode 10, Guardians of the Galaxy. Hello there. Welcome to the Infinity Initiative. Avengers Infinity War is just over the horizon. To prepare, we're watching all the MCU movies in order. My name is Stuart, and I'm joined by Samantha. Hello. We're big MCU fans and are super excited to rewatch these movies. So let's dive into James Gunn's 2014 Guardians of the Galaxy. Hi, Samantha. Welcome Hi. back. Hi. It's great to be back. It's great to be back. Did you ever think that you'd be in a in a in a situation where you get to say it's great to be back? That's kind of fun. Yeah. So you're a returning guest star. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, want- I'm, a, I'm a returning guest star. Yes. Do you want the do you want the and or the with credit? Uh, or the special guest star credit? Special guest star. Okay. Cuz cuz with or and that's typically with a long cast list and right. this is like the special guest star anyways. Right. Right. So, yes. Okay. So, today we're talking about uh Guardians of the Galaxy breakout hit of 2014 if I do say so myself. Um, I, I was completely blown away by this completely. I didn't know what to expect. I don't think a lot of people knew what to expect. If you know what I mean? Like, I don't think people knew where this one was coming from because according to the people I listened to, Ben and Daniel, they were like guardians of the galaxy. Who knows those guys? (laughs) Well, I think James Gunn, his fans, I think they knew where, where we were headed. Uh, with because he has a very particular sense of humor, and that does come out in this film. Uh, though there have been other films that he's done, and there's a lot of language in it, and I can tell that they've tried to have like a balance of James Gunn's language, but they wheeled it back to PG-13, so it's <laughs> acceptable for families to watch. So, what other movies has James Gunn done? Um, movie forty-three. Don't know. Uh, I've seen it pop up on Netflix, and I'm just not interested. Uh, PG porn. I have uh, seen that actually. I yeah. just realized I had seen. That. I didn't realize it was the same guy. Um, yeah. Um, which that is a little bit more on the family friendly size <laughs> side, but there's well, you there's not a lot of cussing, <laughs> but there's a lot of innuendo, of course, because it's yes. called PG porn. Right. It also uh, stars Nathan Fillion. Yes. <laughs> um, Slither. I, the ne- 2006 horror film. Uh, it has Nathan Fillion. Um, I wonder, uh, does Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. have Nathan Fillion? And the it answer does. is yes, it does. It also has Greg Henry, who was also in Slither. Okay, I don't know who that is. That he, G- Greg Henry plays Peter's grandfather. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay. That guy. That guy's awesome. I like that guy. Yeah. And Michael Roker's also in Slither. So. He's Mary Poppins. Uh, <sighs> okay. Yet, when we, yeah. When we get around to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I do want to have some things to say about that. <laughs> well, that'll be in a few weeks. So, yeah. So uh, this was the first movie I saw. Not the first I don't know if it was the first movie I saw once I moved up here, but it was definitely the first MCU movie I saw once I moved up way up north in the land of Hoth. 
Um, <laughs> where, oh. you know, we've got like three inches of snow on the ground last night. So that was fun. But yeah, so it was the first movie I saw when I moved up here. I went on my, I went by myself. It was in the middle of the afternoon. Um, it was great popcorn fun. Um, I laughed at all the funny parts. Uh, Melissa didn't laugh at all the funny parts cause you know, that's the way it goes. Um, and then, you know, I didn't forget about it for sure, but I just kind of let it go, let it slide away. I knew it had the power stone in it. So that was, you know, important, but I don't think infinity war had really been announced yet by then. So we kind of were like, we're building to guardian or building to this, you know, the infinity stones, but don't really know what they're doing. So I don't know if Infinity War had been announced. Uh, I can't remember by this point. My best guess was to go back into Welcome to Level 7's archives and listen. Um, I'm not doing that, are you? Nah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to bother. Uh, but, um, well, the interesting thing about this movie, this is the movie that really changed how the MCU approaches comedy. Because... In my opinion, this is more of a comedy that just happens to be set in a sci-fi setting. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before, I mean, like say in the first Thor movie, there was it, that was a very big epic sci-fi action adventure movie with a good sprinkling of comedy. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that um, when Chris, oh, what's his name, who plays Thor, Hemsworth. There's lots Wait, of yeah, Chris's when, in this movie. Yeah. So when Hemsworth saw this movie, he's like, why can't I do that in Thor? So I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> why Thor Ragnarok has such a different feel from the previous two mm. movies. Yeah, this this was definitely the first sort of foyer into comedy. And I think Ant-Man is a lot of that, too. I mean, it's definitely more comedic than this. This is yes. still sort of action adventure with a lot of com- comedy. I mean, you put Chris Pratt in a movie... Um, sorry, my brain just fried up. Chris Hemsworth was was Thor. Chris right. Pratt is a Star Lord, Star Prince. Peter, Peter, Peter uh, P- not Peter Parker. Peter Quill. Quill. Um, Chris, what's his last name? Pratt. No, Captain America. Uh, Johnny Storm. There are way too many Chris's in this universe. <laughs> Thankfully, we don't have Chris, uh, Chris Pine. Uh, yeah. I have a feeling he will end up in this. Yeah, sooner or later, right? Somehow, yeah. Which he's okay. in the DC. He's he's in Wonder Woman, which puts him in DC. Which I don't know if that means he's excluded from being in the MCU. I know there has been some crossover. I guess it depends on who dies yeah. or when they die. Yeah. Um, Captain but, America is Chris, Chris Evans. Evans, yes. <laughs> I'm not sure how much of that will get cut out because that was kind of not interesting at all. Anyway, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have lots of Chris's in the MCU. Um, these are the Chris's I know. And But if you put Chris Pratt in a movie, he's going to be funny. I mean, did you ever watch any Community? Yes. I have seen some episodes, yes. And and he, he steals he steals most of them. His yes. his character is pretty funny in most of them. Um we have Zoe Zel- Zoe Saldana who was in Star Trek 2009 with Chris Pine. 
he's going to be here soon, isn't he? Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of uh, Bradley. Uh, Cooper? Bradley Cooper plays Rocket. I mean, he is he is a genuine comedian. I mean, I've seen stand-up of his. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael Rooker is also in a lot of comedic movies, not to mention one of my my favorite View Askew film, which is Mallrats. There you go. He was in Mallrats. I have not seen Mallrats in so long. It it's may have it's may have been about twenty years since I've seen that movie. Well, Fifteen, twenty years. I, think I need to go back and watch it. I think it's one of his better ones. I think it gets much maligned because of, you know, problems on set or whatever. But this week in the View Askew podcast. Uh, <laughs> so uh, overall, I thought I, th- I had a fun time. I think it changed the way we look at comedy in the MCU. I think it changed the way we look at um, um, action in the MCU. And then, you know, on this rewatch, it had a lot of heart that, I don't know if I remember seeing or, or maybe just bubbled to the surface that some of the other films didn't. Yeah, the other films had heart. I mean, I think they all have heart because if it did, if any of these films did not have that huge amount of heart in it, I don't think it would connect well with the audience. I think maybe I'm not talking about like that connecting with the audience. I'm talking about like their familial love of each other. This is, you know, yeah, we had the Avengers, but the Avengers was, um, you know, like sort of like root work mates coming together for shawarma or a beer or to fight aliens, right? This Guardians is like a family. Like right. Guardians is like the first family of the MCU. Sorry, Fantastic Four, you're not here yet. And as of this recording, they're not here yet. Um, so if you're listening to this in 10 years and they are here yet, I'm sorry. They're not here yet. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they don't – they are a family. You have the you have the cranky uncle. You have mom. You have um, – I mean, maybe, you know, honestly, the first family of the MCU really is S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I apologize for that. They really are S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, yes. Our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. guys on Tuesday nights. We're now Friday Tuesday, nights. Friday nights. Well, yes. it used to be called the Tuesday Night Show. That's what it was. And now like, and now it's not. Yeah. I, I remember hoping that this had a, a tie-in. I was like, I wonder if we're going to see any sort of tie-in. No. None well, there is. Is there really? Yeah, the, the, oh gosh, the name of that species, the blue guys. The Cree. The Cree. Yes, um, this uh, is actually the movie's introduction to the Kree. I have I can't remember if Shield had Kree on before mm. this movie. Well, yeah, it's, you know what was so watching all this and remember remembering back to the Welcome to Level Seven, but also just in general, um, Thanos. This is the first time we really get some some motivation for Thanos, or at least some dare I say character development or at least, you know, more screen time than, than five minutes or five seconds in the end of Avengers. Um, right. He actually has some, some agency in this, in this film. Yeah. It's killing everything, but you know, what else is going to Thanos going to do? Right. Right. Um, so, so when you watch this again, when you, you've been rewatching these with, with us, um, what do you think about it now? Do you still, are you still in love with it? Is this still your favorite movie ever? 
Well, I, I wouldn't say ever, but this is definitely, if I were forced to make a list of least favorite to the great, what I think is the greatest MCU movie, this would definitely be in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so good. I mean, the introduction of Chris Pratt as Peter Quill, of him dancing on that dead planet to the song. <laughs> it's so fantastic. Uh, I think that scene definitely puts you into the mood of, okay, wait a second. This is not... It, before that scene, it's very, like, tense. And Daniel's feeling, feeling tense. And then Chris Pratt puts on his really old Walkman headphones that we all had that never fit <laughs> really right, that had those... Uh, orange puffs on them you're like oh, yeah i know what those are and then he clicks his walkman on and you're like he's got a walkman how does he have batteries in space don't think about it <laughs> and and then he puts on that song and you're like oh okay we're in a fun movie yeah right yeah oh man um this act, this entire, just rewatching this movie, I wanted to just stop the movie and then uh, open up my music app and just listen to the soundtrack. Because actually, I think this this soundtrack got in a, a few awards, and none of the music is original on the like the disc the that you buy purchase from the store. Oh yeah, no, none of it is none of it is uh, yeah original music. It's all it's all curated from from wherever i mean i think i listened to the soundtrack many 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 times on it on itunes many times yes i it's just it it's it's my kind of music i, I love it and, and i mean just <laughs> i can't i can't get enough of the of the soundtrack i really can't did you have the same did you have the same reaction to the to the second one yeah I and we will talk to that. We will talk about mm-hmm. that when we get to the second but, one. But Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, awesome mix. Is that what it was called? Volume one. Yes. Uh, yeah. Is very. It's it's a good. It's good. It's just it's good. You know, house cleaning music. It's good dancing music. It's good moving around music. I I highly suggest if you haven't listened to it, get on it. It's good music. Yeah. So, so aside from awesome soundtracks, what do you think this adds to the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, we learn about the Celestials. Uh, mm-hmm. We learn about more species that we did not see before with Thor and Loki. Um, we understand. Uh, we meet the uh, the Collector, mm-hmm. or we well, get to, we have a really good conversation with him. We we meet him like more than just. Oh, right. I've, I've, I'm the collector now. He's, got, he's actually got some interesting. And he explains the Infinity Stones. Yeah, he does a really long scene explaining how they all worked out. So Right. And we also learn how volatile the Infinity Stones are independently. Yeah. Because only, only certain species can actually touch them. Oh, was it only certain species? Only certain species. Um, I think the Kree, uh, the Celestials, uh, which, spoiler alert, <laughs> I don't know. Seeing as Galaxy 2 has already come out, I, I think I can, I can go <laughs> ahead and say this. Um, Peter is half Celestial. Um, so, yeah! Um, uh, um, let's see. 
the Asgardians can touch the inf- Infinity Stones, I think. I'm so going to take a walk. Basically, yeah. everybody but humans. Yeah, I don't think the Zandarians can. Oh, yeah, because she does and she explodes. That's right. Right. So I'm sure there are quote-unquote lower species who cannot handle this stuff. Yeah. Um, so so we watch, so we, we, we get introduced to um, the Collector, the Kree. What else does the Collector have in his... Um, in his in his collection. Oh gosh, what's the name of that duck? Howard the Duck. Right, and <laughs> Howard the Duck, and also Cosmo the Space Dog, which yeah. is pretty fun. But <laughs> here's the Man Thing connection for the for the episode. Howard the Duck's first appearance was in Venture into Fear, which was Man Thing's book. I got that from Mr. Ben Avery. So, thank you, Mr. Ben Avery. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Ben. So, yeah, what the other thing I think that this added was a lot of fan service in having the universe expanded. Um, <clears throat> but it doesn't we're... feel like the fans are being served. No, it just feels like a good movie, but there's a lot of, like, little things that you can sort of hang hats on. Um, right. You know, we've got we've got Howard the Duck, we've got Cosmo. I'm sure if you still framed in the in the collection's collection, the collector's collection, you would see lots of different stuff. Um, I know that there was rumors that one of the skeletons was um, from Beta Ray Bill. And so in the very beginning. So, I mean, there's lots of little nods that they could pull out if they wanted to, um, which they won't. But, you know, we get the uh, we this is really lame. But the line, the 12 percent of a plan came back <laughs> from, from I think it was Avengers. No, it was Iron Man. It was from Tony Stark. It was from Tony Stark. I can't remember which movie it was in, um, which is which is pretty which is pretty funny. Twelve uh, yeah. <laughs> percent of a plan. Um, I really liked that we see a basically human world that's not human. You know, the, the Zandarians um, and then Nova Prime and and sort of how that sort of functions. I'd love to see Nova Prime or the Zandarians on. Mm-hmm. Um, on shield, I mean they're in space right now, so who knows where they could be, right? Sure, um, sure. Though I do wonder if the Zandarians um, are descend like because in Shield we learn that the Kree for a while were on Earth, mm-hmm. and they interbred with humans, which is how we got the Inhumans. Um, but I wonder if some humans from long time ago, when they settled on Earth, if they had taken humans away. And they settled mm. elsewhere, and maybe they became the Zandarians because it looks like there are different. The Zandarians have very different looks to them, mm. so maybe they bred in with other species, and so they're kind of humanoid, very humanoid looking. I don't but know. Even yeah, who who knows? I mean, they could be. It could be that Kurt Russell made the Zandarians. May oh, that's very possible because. Um, Spoiling Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy Two. <laughs> I, I thought you were almost going to say Galaxy Quest. That would have been no. Funny. That would have been funny, but no. But um, going to that movie, I think if I recall, there were some skeletons in that giant 
sad pile underneath the planet that um, kind of had the looks of maybe some of the more pterodactyl-headed shape aliens. Who knows? That's Who a knows? movie for the future. Yeah. So, to recap where the Infinity Stones are, um, the Space Stone, a.k.a. the Tesseract, is still in Asgard, has been moved. The Reality Stone, the Aether, um, is with the Collector, so that when... Um, the when the, Peter Quill and his and his gang of rogues bring the uh, bring the Power Stone to him, I can imagine him getting all a flutter. But then they take it away, so it's fine. And that one was called the Power Stone, and that's at Novacore. Um, remember, at the end, she puts it into the safe, and it's locked away. So uh, we'll f- have to find out where the rest of them are. Yes. Which I'm. I hope <laughs> by the by the time Infinity War comes around, that we will find out where I think the Soul Stone is located. I think that's the last one. We have no clue where I, it is. I still maintain it's Coulson. You think so? Yeah. For no other reason than I want it to be. <laughs> I, I. You know what? It Thanos might might already have it. He might. He might. He might. I want it to be on TV. That'd be amazing. What if yes. Jessica Jones found it in like four days? <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. It like lands yes. there and she can't pick it up. Or she does pick it up, but then she explodes, but then she puts herself back together again. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> Thank you, Samantha, for rewatching uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with us. I hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to share your thoughts, or if listeners can share their thoughts too, they should head on over to welcometolevel7.com forward slash feedback, where you will find lots of ways to keep this conversation going. Welcome to the Infinity Initiative is a member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Once again, thank you for listening. Next episode, Avengers Age of Ultron.